Oh-wee! My tomatoes are sure to win first place at this year's Count of Fair. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, a certified life coach who helps teens build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve their goals. Or what I call becoming the hero of their own story. Hey everybody, if you've been enjoying Secrets for an Awesome Life, it would be great if you would leave me a review on iTunes or whatever app you use to listen to this podcast. Reviews and sharing the podcast with others is the number one way podcasts get found. So if you are a teen who's been enjoying this podcast or a parent who has a teen who's been enjoying this podcast, then it would be great if you could leave a review or share it with someone you know. And now episode 131, Growing with ADHD Coach Michael McLeod. Hey, Michael, I didn't know you were competing in this year's County Fair. Hey, Tobias, uh, yeah, I thought I'd give Growing Produce a shot myself. That's a bold move, Michael, bold move. I mean... I know you probably picked up a thing or two at all those fertilizer factories and farmhouses you worked at for all those years, but producing a blue ribbon pumpkin or an award-winning carrot ain't no easy feat, especially for newcomers. Oh, I think I'll do all right. Now, I know you worked at a couple of different plants. Which one of them did you get your fertilizer from? None of them. I just created my own formula. Created your own... (laughs) Ooh-wee! You are a rookie. Well, you'll learn. You can't beat the old tried-and-true methods everybody's been using for years. Hey, Tobias, would you mind helping me carry this box to the judges' table? It's a little heavy. What? Uh, Those are the biggest tomatoes I've ever seen! How did you... I picked up things here and there. I find it helps to just understand the way things grow. How did he do it? How did he make those tomatoes so big? Well, we're going to find out, guys, because uh, that story was based on a real-life dude, and that real-life dude is with us right now. Michael McLeod, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Joey. It's a privilege to be here, man. Yeah, dude. uh, First off, tell everybody who you are, what you do. Sure. So my name is Michael McLeod. Uh, I am the owner of Grow Now ADHD based out of Philadelphia. Uh, I started my career uh, way long ago. So I've been working with youth since about 2004, 2005. So I've been working with youth for a long time. I had a parent who was a lifelong educator. So it's in my blood. It's in my DNA. Uh, And I eventually kept working until I got my master's degree in speech and language pathology. And during my time as a speech and language therapist, I worked very closely uh, with a group of doctors and neuropsychs who specialize in all these different chromosomal disorders that, you know, kids may have. And I was able to be trained in ADHD and executive functions. So as someone with ADHD myself, I was really drawn to learning about this and specializing in this. So I was able to be trained directly under these incredibly people who were way smarter than me on ADHD and executive functions. And from there, I just loved it so much. I worked and I worked and I created my own treatment model on ways to strengthen executive functions for youth, 
we did some research on it, and that's the foundation of what grown out ADHD is. And here we are. Dude, that sounds awesome. I love people who take initiative, who start their own companies, who do their own thing, and especially create their own uh, formula, right? For for the fertilizer, if you will. I want to know what's different. What's different about what you do? Yeah. So uh, executive functions, uh, it's so important for everyone to understand this, adults and teens, everybody. Executive functions are the greatest predictor of success that we have in life. Greater than IQ, greater than than anything. Executive function skills are the true predictor of success of what allows someone to accomplish their goals, live independently, have a family, have children, get a job, keep a job. This is executive function skills. So we need these skills to be independent and successful. What so are executive the, function skills? Great question. There you go. So, <laughs> so this is really what's going into the, your first question of what's different. So what's different? Most people, when they hear executive function, the first thing they think about is someone's ability to manage their time, time management, and organization. So if you have good executive function skills, your room is clean, your backpack is clean, your folders are clean, uh, and everything's just organized and nice, and you, you know how to use an agenda book. So that's the, the way your parents want you to do, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's the way we viewed executive functioning for decades. We looked at it simply as time management, organization, this academic based skill, this skill that's only needed for school, and that's it. So it was seen for decades as an external behavioral based disorder there or, or behavioral based skills and the ability to be externally organized and externally manage your time with calendars and post-its and alarms. But now we know executive functions are actually internal. So we're moving, we're moving away from the old external viewpoint and we're looking at the internal. So the way I describe executive functions are four main pillars, four main pillars. Number one is self-regulation of emotions, language, body, behavior in various environments towards various stimuli, self-motivation towards non-preferred tasks. So things that are not as interesting, not as fun, things that don't involve your phone, things that don't involve your video games, things that don't involve YouTube. Can you motivate yourself to get your homework done? Can you motivate yourself to read? Can you motivate yourself to exercise? Can you motivate yourself to do the dishwasher? Those kinds of things. So motivating yourself towards doing those things that don't give you instant gratification. The next is self-evaluation. So the ability to learn from the past and apply it to the present so we're not repeating mistakes over and over and over again. And then self-awareness, which is the ability to perceive your environment and the ability to perceive yourself in social situations and various situations. So you can determine your strengths, your needs, what needs to be done, what else is happening, and you're aware of yourself and your environment. So those four things, self-regulation, motivation, evaluation, and awareness are the four internal skills that are needed for someone to be able to manage their time, for someone to be able to organize things. So everything that we saw as these external things are really just external symptoms of an internal skill weakness. Ooh, I like those. I like them a lot. Uh, I have I have four pillars in the work that I do. Uh, they match with yours. Uh, it, we I swap out the self-evaluation with relationships. 
right Beautiful. and all that other stuff but I, I i love it i love all this stuff because i think you you nailed it it's the inside stuff that if we can manage all everything going in our heads like inside our heads then the outside stuff kind of takes care of itself right and that's exactly it so the way i describe executive functions is it is mental play we are playing so when we hear the word play, we think of little kids in a sandbox with boxes and toys and those kinds of things. But we have to realize play never stops. So, yes, we may eventually get too old for trucks and blocks and sandboxes. Not but me. We're, oh, we're there. Yeah, that's right. I can tell by your background. So, uh, so we are always playing up here when we're planning, prioritizing, problem solving, coming up with multiple different scenarios to solve a problem. We're doing mental play. So we all know little kids have to play. Why don't we give little kids cell phones and iPads and tons of screen time? Because they have to play. It's so important. Little kids have to play, right? Why don't we give little kids cake for breakfast, right? Because we know th these things aren't good for them. Yeah. But we have to realize why, why is play so important for young kids? Is because that play that they do as young kids becomes the foundation for the mental play. So it goes from external to internal. And we have to realize that 18 and below, they also need to play. We have to bring play back. We have to, you know, with kids, what we're seeing now with teens is they wake up, they go to school, they come home, they stay home. They spend time in the basement. They spent hours on Minecraft, Roblox, Fortnite, this, that, all these other things. And there's very little variety in their day to day. The best way to strengthen executive functions is relationships, like you said, real interpersonal face-to-face -face relationships, not friends on Discord, not friends on Instagram, not friends on TikTok, not friends on Xbox, not friends on Minecraft and Roblox, real face-to-face -face social interaction, number one, and number two is varied experiences. We got to put the phone down, put the controller down, put the iPad down, log off of YouTube and go outside. I was going to say, because when you said play, I bet some of the teens were like, awesome, dude, mom, did you hear that? I can keep playing Minecraft. Right. But I like no you said that it, it's the, uh, what do you say? The, the different, uh, very, very variable experiences. What, how'd you say? Varied experiences. Varied, varied experiences, which guys is a fancy way of saying, go do different things. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it sounds like you're, you're, you're not against an hour, 30 minutes of Minecraft or whatever, but mix up, like mix up your day. Does that help? Yeah, I'm not against, you know, kids can play video games. I played a lot of video games when I was a kid. The only difference is I'm old. And when I was a kid, they weren't online. So like you play a game, you save it, you turn it off. I wasn't playing against people online. That changed the game. You know, I'm all for kids having an hour here and there if you're not a jerk to your parents about it. So when your parents say, when your parents say hours up and you don't scream at them, and cause a bunch of problems and then refuse to do anything else they ask you to do, go turn the video game off and go sit down for dinner with your no phone, go take the garbage out, go do this. If you're screaming at them and yelling at them and not being fair to you for letting them use the stuff that they bought you and your home Wi-Fi and all those things, then I think those video games should be removed from the house until you show you're ready for them. And that's the number one thing I coach a lot in parent coaching is if you show your parents you're not ready for games, they should remove those things from the house completely. And I'm sorry, that's probably pulling at your heartstrings. That's probably your favorite thing playing those games. But hey, if you don't, if you're not, if you can't be reciprocal, if you can't be 50-50 in the relationship with your parents, 
There's no reason for them to keep something in their home that's making them be treated badly. Yeah, no, I agree 100. I I tell that to my kids when they're freaking out about oh I gotta turn off the iPad after 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, you know what? You're showing me you're not old enough for it yet because you can't turn yeah. it off. They're like, oh no, no, I can turn it off. And and here's the thing, guys, you don't want to play more. Trust me, you really, really don't. You want these skills that Michael's talking about. You don't want to play video games. A part of your brain wants to play video games all the time, but in reality, your hero self really doesn't want to play video games just for eternity. You want to do these other things, right? Okay, that so- is beautiful. That is beautifully said, man. I love the, I love the hero self stuff. That is such a great way. And we were talking about the internal executive functions, mm-hmm. and one half of the foundation of executive functioning is verbal working memory. But really, all that is is a fancy term for self directed talk and the need to talk to your brain, talk internally, talk privately. So we can't regulate, motivate, evaluate, and be aware unless we're constantly talking to our brains internally, silently, privately, talking to ourselves to calm ourselves down, to know what's coming, to learn from past experiences. Everybody has a brain coach. Everybody has a brain coach they can talk to and have a conversation with to help them. And that is, Joey, that's our hero self. Think about it. Everybody has a hero self. Everybody on this earth can do something that nobody else can do. Everybody on this earth has amazing potential. Everybody was put here for a reason to accomplish something or inspire someone or do something. And you're simply not going to do that playing video games. The chances of you, the chances of you recording yourself playing video games, posting on posting it on the internet to make money is pretty much slim to none. I'm sorry it's not going to happen. Okay. You have other skills. There's other things you can do. Get out there, join clubs, join things at the YMCA, figure out what your hero self can do, but you have to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You got to get out of your comfort zone because greatness never came from the comfort zone, period. Michael, you and I just became best friends. Hey, hey, we've been best friends. (laughs) That's right. We didn't even know (laughs) it. Um, Okay, so... What would you say? I mean, you, you probably teach a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, what would you say would be today's secret for an awesome life? If a teen's going to walk away from this with one tip from Michael McLeod, right? What's going to be Michael's secret? That that's the the secret ingredient in that fertilizer that, that's going to allow them to grow and be the biggest tomato out there. I would say. As we're along this theme of technology, one thing that I have always found is a game changer that every self-development book you ever read or anything you ever ever read will, will agree with me on this is write down your goals with pen and paper. So being able to see your goals written down in your penmanship on paper, put the phone away, no more of these journal apps or goal apps or goal trackers or anything on the computer or anything on your phone or an iPad, get a journal that is private to you and write down your goals in your own penmanship with your favorite pen, get something really nice, a nice, you know, moleskin journal, something, get it, write down your goals and track your progress every day. Everything you read, whether it's atomic habits or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, it's going to say to journal, 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 journal. You don't, you don't have to write about your innermost feelings. You don't got to write about your crush and all these amazing, you know, romantical, emotional things. Just write about what you did every day. Literally, that's the best way to start journaling is write down two or three goals 
of who you want your hero self to be, who you want your best self to be, and then write, okay, I played two hours of games today. Then I argued with my mom. Then I had dinner. Then I went to sleep. Then I did my, you know, write down, start by just tracking what you do hour by hour, half hour by half hour, get comfortable journaling five, 10 minutes a day, and then see how you start to become more aware of how you spend your time. Mm, that's awesome. That that kind of covers, I was trying to figure out which pillar of yours it covers, kind of covers all of them, right? Yes, it's sir. Like you're becoming aware of what you're doing. You're evaluating from your past, right? You're, you're, you have to do that self-motivation so you can actually take out the piece of paper or the moleskin. I loved moleskin journals when I was yes, in sir. high school. I loved them. <laughs> um, uh, the self-regulation, being able to do all that stuff. That's, that's amazing. Re- take a pen and paper or something physical and write, like keep a daily journal. And you're saying that's going to be like the number one first thing they could do, especially if you're somebody, this works great for everybody, but especially if you're someone with ADHD, where it's going to help you with all your executive functioning skills. That That's exactly it. Because ADHD causes something called time blindness. So it causes a great difficulty of being able to learn from the past and use your hindsight and great difficulty forecasting into the future so you can know what's coming so you can plan prioritize and problem solve so what we tend to see with the neurodiverse adhd brain is they are stuck in the moment they're stuck in the present moment so by journaling it helps you to number one look back at what you've written in the past and how you spent your days in the past and your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions from the past so we're using our hindsight to learn from past experiences. And when we're journaling, we're also projecting ourselves into the future for our hero self, for our best self, right? So every every time we journal, we're writing about who we want our future self to be. So right there, we are defeating time blindness. Mm, That's awesome. Wow. Dude, it's some like superpower stuff right there. Uh, Yes, sir. Michael, thank you very much for being on here. If people are like, dude, this like McLeod dude is like awesome. How can I find him? Where do I send my parents to find more about him? Where do they go? Sure. So my website is grownowadhd.com. You can find me there uh, on Instagram, grownowadhd, Facebook, grownowadhd, one word, just grownowadhd on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram is probably the best place to find me. Shoot me a message. Uh, send me a message on my website. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd be happy to chat with anybody who reaches out. You'll hear from me personally. I love to hear from all the different people and their thoughts and their feelings and those kinds of things. So uh, keep in touch, man. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Joey. You're doing great stuff. Ah, shucks. Teens, do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be better at talking to others? Do you want to finally start working out or staying ahead of your schoolwork? Then you got to switch into hero mode. And the best way to do that is to join my brand new gamified mindset training program, just for teens, sidekick to hero. It's like YouTube and video games had a baby, but that baby doesn't waste your time. It helps you become happier and more successful in your real life. It's available now on desktop only at sidekicktohero.com. Go grab a parent and start your two week free trial today.